Hello everyone, I'm Eli Hollingsworth and I'm joined by my brother and co-host Jake Hollingsworth and hello everybody, welcome back to the podcast. And yes, we are here to review season 2, episode 5 of The Chosen, Spirit. And uh, this episode, um, general thoughts, spoiler free thoughts I should say. You can talk uh, to this part. What? Oh yeah. You can talk um, to this part. I'm waiting for spoiler details. So yeah, this episode overall, this was a pretty good episode of the show. Yeah, it was um, a good episode. I mean, so far we really haven't had any stinkers of the show. Just episodes where I'm just like, wow, that episode was, like, bad. And I don't know what they were thinking and why they decided to do that. Uh, we haven't really had any episodes like that. We've other had, shows, have had shows have had episodes like that. Yeah, other shows, there's, been, there's kind of been an episode where you're like, really? Come on. Like Chapter 10 of The Mandalorian. Yeah. The Passenger. <laughs> That was a stinker. Yeah. But for The Chosen, yeah, we really haven't had any uh, stinkers. Um, uh, yeah, and hopefully we won't get a stinker. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, we've got five more seasons uh, with potential first stinkers, but there probably won't be any. Um, but this... Uh, what was I talking about? No stinkers. There's been a consistent uh, quality level for The Chosen up in, or as of now. So that's good. And this episode was, um, I should say right off the bat, it wasn't exactly my favorite episode of the show, but it was still good. I mean, every episode of the show is good. Um, but it, it wasn't my favorite episode, per se. It wasn't one that I was just like, oh my goodness! This It didn't have that moment where you're like, wow, that was just like, why? It wasn't really, I call it a why I love the chosen moment. <laughs> I uh, didn't really have, like, this is the Chosen. Um, yeah, not really. Like, last episode, it was, like, him healing the uh, man who could walk. And really just kind of that whole um, opening of just visual storytelling. Uh, those two were moments where you're like, wow, this is why I love the Chosen. Um, this one was, meant to, well, that's because this one was meant to be more of an income. Well, to me, this episode felt very incomplete, but at the same time, that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a... Yeah, it's supposed story. to be a, yeah, a little bit of a cliffhanger here. It's um, it's it should have been called Mary's Descent Part One, um, and, well, yeah, and they, well, they they uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe, who knows, who knows where we'll see where Mary. It seems as if Mary is going to be, uh, things aren't looking good for for Mary. It seems this episode was like it starts off. Yeah, and the whole are not episode. Looking... This is like Mary's time to shine. We haven't really seen much of Mary except for this little subplot of her uh, being convinced her and, by the demons in the first season. Well, no, her and Rayma. We haven't seen. Really oh yeah, much her of and Rayma were tapping together for this season in this subplot. Thing. Yeah, they've had this little subplot of them wanting to learn the um, the word per se or the oh, what's it called the uh, oh, I forget what they call it uh, the Torah. Yeah, the Torah. Um, Mary and Rayma wanting to study the Torah. Uh, they've had that little subplot. And I, it's been it's a nice little touch. But she's been um, in the background for most of these. From you have to admit, she's been in the background for like most of this show. Yeah, and she is very pushed up to the front in this episode, and um, she descends into. So I guess, um, so she has demons back in her now, or at least that's what's um, implied, been indicated by the end of the episode. It's not overstated either, unlike some movies. Yeah, where they, like, dumb it down. They're like, I am going to do this. It's like, yes, we get it. You don't need to dumb it down for us. 
Well, I mean, I get it. You need for a lot of movies, you need to dumb it down for the younger ones. But still, like, come on, it gets annoying after a while. Yeah, uh, like you. Told but my, I was thinking like I, I thought at first maybe the demons that Jesus cast out from that one guy like went into Mary, but I don't, like like Jesus, Wait. Jesus wouldn't make a mistake like that. No, Jesus wouldn't do. Like anything. he wouldn't have just carelessly cast away the demons. He's just like get out of there and do whatever you want. Uh, and then like, okay, we'll give it to Mary now. Um, I don't, he wouldn't make that mistake, so that's probably not what happened. But who knows? Who knows where these demons came from? Like they just they just followed her, I guess. Uh, yeah. So wait a second. Ah, I just realized that's spoilers. So if you were really <laughs> dependent on the spoiler, so if you haven't seen the chosen episode, we apologize if we have, may have spoiled that for you. But with that with that accidental spoiler. I think that will be a good time to transition into spoilers where we can actually talk details and not stay vague. So if you have not seen the episode, go watch it on the app or how, however they have it these days. And, but for everyone who has already seen it, let's talk spoilers. Oh, yeah. All right, yes, yeah, spoilers, we're back. So, uh, and continuing our discussion. Wow, I can't believe I let that happen. I'm usually like... No, we will stay spoiler free, and I'm just like, oh yeah, then Mary runs away. <laughs> yeah, well, Mary does run away because she gets conflicted by inner demons, possibly. <laughs> well, I think it's more than inner demons, but yeah, like she runs away and she goes back to where she was before she went. She went with Jesus, I think. Yeah, and she's now trying to get her money's worth or something. Is that what she did? What they said? Oh, okay. Yeah, let's just go with that. Um. Another interesting touch in this episode was John the Baptist. Yeah, John the Baptist. Well, people, for some reason, people called him Crazy John, which is a little harsh. No, Creepy John. Creepy John. but Not Crazy same, John. But at the same time, he does look a little... Well, he looks crazy, though. Yeah, apparently there was some controversy over that. Like, people were like, Oh, Creepy John, you're insulting him. No, that never really bothered me. In fact, I was like, oh, huh, no. that's a funny little... I joke. liked it when Jesus cast the demons out of that guy. And he just goes, yes! He goes, Yeah! That was really well timed, and I also like that scene between him and Jesus where they're talking by the lake, where it's just, as Dallas Jenkins says, it's just two people talking. That's which, what he said. I, yeah, I, he said this. I'm gonna steal it from him. It's really nice whenever you have scenes of just two people talking to each other about serious things. He didn't say serious things, but I'm just, I just said that in there. Uh-huh. Uh, I was gonna say something. Uh, uh, we're talking about John. And Jesus, controversy over Creepy John. You said you liked something after that. It was the scene with Jesus and John talking. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess that could be considered the scene where you the, the I love the chosen. This is why I love the chosen scene. But um, although it was very good. Uh, I, don't, I thought it was great. I don't yeah. know if I'd say that's that was an I love the chosen. This is why I love the chosen scene. Well, it uh, has that kind of stuff all the time, so that makes that makes perfect sense for it to be the I love, why I love the chosen. This scene. is why I love the chosen scene. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's a lot. I vote that it is the why I love the chosen scene. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that, but uh, like simply because like when Jesus talks to people, it makes everything better. <laughs> and I, that's instead not a of, joke. I actually mean that. That's instead of him floating on clouds. Yeah, Jesus doesn't more than float on clouds in this show. He actually yeah, walks exactly. on solid ground, <laughs> and he, he um. Is a very human person. Yeah. Ex- unlike uh, Diego Luna. Wait, no. That's, that's not right. Um, the, Di- Diago more something. Diago. Uh, Mortensen? No, that's the no, that's the Lord of the Rings guy. 
Diago, who plays Jesus in the Bible. The Bible. The Bible was so rushed. Yeah. Thinking, thinking about it, the Bible is so rushed. They rushed so much stuff. Well, then again, After they... I watched The Chosen, then we went back to watch the Bible. I was just like, wow, this is just nowhere near the quality level of The Chosen. I just got a genius idea. What if, after, this is a random side note, what if after The Chosen, Dallas Jenkins and company decide to do a show about, um, the three, about the three, the first three people, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? What if they decide to actually go into depth about that and, and like, create original ideas? Sort of. Yeah, I always thought it would be cool to do, um, like, shows in the universe of The Chosen, um... So, just, like, shows about other Bible stories with that chosen touch to it. Um, like spinoffs? Like the, well, not spinoffs, but just shows about other Bible stories. Like one about David or, um, yeah, like you said, Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob, and Jacob, or, like, you know, Paul or stuff like that. Um, like, I thought, I always thought it would be cool to see, like, the Dallas Jenkins touch on different Bible stories, uh, and just all kind of, like, in-universe. Um, so, I always thought that would be cool to see. Um, and, yeah, and I still, yeah, that, because the Bible, it's not terrible. It's in fact, I don't even think it's bad. It's not bad at all. It's just way too rushed, and I get they were trying to do a miniseries, but still... You choose, of all things, the Bible to do a miniseries out of. Yeah. That's not something to do a miniseries out of. That's something that needs to be... It was very popular, but I mean, it's just like, um... Yeah, it's... A miniseries is not nearly enough time to flesh out all these stories, all these characters. Um, And when you're making a media project, a TV show, movie, whatever it is, about people, real people... We, who we believe as Christians are real people from the Bible. Uh, when, you're making, when you're making a movie, TV show, or whatever, yes, you have to look at them as characters. Otherwise, it's not going to work as a movie. Uh, like, yes, we believe Jesus was a real person. But when you look at him within the context of a show, you have to make him a character. Character with an arc and a journey and qualities and character traits and worldviews. Um... All the things that make up a real character that you would find in a movie or TV show, you have to uh, make him that, or at least add stuff that we know from from scripture uh, into him in order to do a project, because that's just how it works. So, um, I don't know what I was talking about. I got off track, but nonetheless, uh, chosen way better than the Bible, in our opinion. What I still I still say. In the Bible. What are they looking at? The end, he's like... At the end of that first episode of Jesus where he shows up, he's like, to Peter, we're gonna change the world. And they're just sitting there, just staring out into the distance. What are you looking at? And the Chosen, they don't do that. They don't just sit there and he's Jesus is like, it's time to stir up the water. And then they just look out into the sunset for like 30 seconds. It's like, mm-hmm. as the camera pans around them. It, they don't do that because it's actually like authentic and real. It's like um, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. It's like grounded in reality. They're not just sitting there staring off into the sunset because one, their eyes would start hurting and two, it, it, why are you doing that? I get it. It's a dramatic effect. It's like because they're playing the inspiring music in the background as Jesus and Peter sit in the boat and look just out into the water at nothing. 
Uh, so it's like, oh, yay, what's going to happen next? But still, I'm just like, why? It doesn't make any sense for them to just be sitting there just looking at nothing. So yeah. that's that's my little nitpick that I still stand by. But uh, but I digress. As we're mentioning earlier, Mary does get her own little thing, and is gonna be getting her own little thing in these next next two episodes, uh, where she's like facing her inner struggles and stuff like that. It has something to do with those demons, possibly, although we don't know for that for sure. Yeah, I th- I I am worried that Mary might uh leave the group after this. Maybe. No. Because the way Dallas Jenkins worded it, he was like, things aren't looking good for Mary. Like, he, he really said it in a way that made me go, what, is she, like, gonna die? I mean, obviously, she's no, probably not gonna, not gonna die, die. But it made me kind of be like, well, it is, at least she's, like, something serious is gonna happen. It's gonna change her um, in some way throughout the whole rest of the show. Well, I think she's gonna. I don't think she's gonna lead the the disciples. I think she's gonna stay, but because like in the trailer, it's like one of the trailers they released. It shows her hugging Jesus, so I don't think she's gonna leave. That's probably after they find her. Yeah, exactly. And she realizes that she made a mistake leaving. You know, from trailer. Yeah. And like there's and like there's they need to like so I think Mary's not gonna leave, but maybe something will. I think something might happen to where. It's going to be, like, something big. Because he did say visual yeah. effects, so it sounds like something's going to happen. Well, I mean, we should not... We have learned not to get our hopes up with visual effects because we got confused with special effects. With real explosions. With special effects. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's, we did learn our lesson. Yeah. And also, Peter, um, who I think looks a lot like Diego Luna a little bit. <laughs> like, like, not a lot, but a little bit. He was the one... I actually thought it was him, but after a few episodes, I was like, wait, no, it's not. Yeah, it does kind of look like Diego Luna, yeah. But, like, yeah, Peter is starting to become, like, he's, like, he's, like, sent out him and um, Peter, well, him and Matthew. Well, Peter or Simon, whatever you want to call him. Him and Matthew are going, our last scene going off to get to go get Mary. While Jesus is practicing his, um, uh, his, spe- his speech, his prayer. Like, yeah. What is that called again? The Sermon on the Mount? Sermon on the Mount, yeah. Okay. Well, he was practicing. I like. I, I liked that. Like Jesus. Like he doesn't know immediately what he's gonna say. The Jesus from the Bible would not need to practice. He would just be like, ah. He would just be like looking up into the clouds the entire time and just saying what he needs to say. Yeah, he says like, "Hello, guess what, everybody? Bam! Here it is. This well-prepared speech that I didn't even practice." No, he'd look up into the clouds and go, oh, "Here's the well-prepared speech." <laughs> he goes, he- "Thank you, Father." But then in the Jesus in this show, he knows what he's going to say, but he's practicing it. Like, that's yeah. a very human touch. It's like, that's what all people do. It's like, that's what every, every human does. Like, when, they, when they're practicing a speech, they're just, like, going over, make sure they say everything right. Mm. And even at one point, he's just like, no, not that. And he's, like, trying to make it, make it sound right. Yeah. That, that was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, that was very good. And Simon, or Peter, still does not like Matthew. Yeah, well, because, I mean, again, he's a tax collector, so... That's was a tax collector. Yeah. But, yeah, like, still, like, Simon needs to, like... I'm like, dude, get over it. He's no, been... I mean, yeah, again, I agree with... Or, you have to remember what good old DJ said. Um, he said that, I mean, yeah, he's not wrong. Like, Matthew literally betrayed their people to the Romans which are, like, now the Israelites' like most despised enemy because they're ruling over them. So Matthew got a job working for them, literally stabbing his people in the back 
I said literally a lot. I get that. Um, literally stabbing his people in the back yeah. and betraying them ultimately. So he's not wrong in still being and still despising um, Matthew. Yeah, that is true. But then this episode was a very good episode, but like it's very incomplete, which I know is at the point. But it's, but like still, like I agree. Like, what were your main? What would you say is your main complaint with this episode? Like, main criticism of it? Or do you have any? Um, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There, there isn't really a main complaint. It just wasn't as compelling as say the yeah, last episode was. I would. I would probably wouldn't say. The last episode was like this deep emotional journey. But then again, and then, Mary is getting to step out from the background and not be part of the background anymore. So that's that's nice to see. Yeah, I guess. Um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something else. Um, oh yeah, we have that scene where the final scene with John the Baptist, um, where he's like going off to. The Roman official. Or so after whatever. this episode, he's it. He that's it. He's done after this episode. Well, Dallas Jenkins said he's going to be in episode one of season three. So I mean, for this season, is he done? Maybe. Because uh, so he, uh, as we know in scripture, like he goes off to this uh, Roman official guy who just married this woman or whatever, and like she says, it. it I forget that all the details, but it was like she said she wanted it, John the. She would marry him if he got John the Baptist's head or whatever. So, yes, he gets beheaded and um, then oh, they yeah. marry or whatever. So, yeah, I forget all the details, but that's basically what happens. I mean, yeah, he gets beheaded. And so she's like, I want his head. And, uh, yeah, uh, that doesn't end well for good old John. Poor John. But I, he is another classic uh, chosen portrayal of a character, just really um, making them real and tangible and authentic for us. Uh, to see, and he, uh, I like the actor who plays him, David Amito, I think that's his name, Amito, Amati, um, David Amito, whoever that guy is, whatever the last name is, um, he does a great job playing the character, um, he's very, uh, perfect for that role, everyone here is, is really just brilliantly cast, yeah, I mean, everyone's really cast, there's no one who's, he like sticks out and like, nah, you don't really fit your character now, do ya? At first, I didn't. I didn't like Jesus at first. Oh. Like, I mean, at first, I didn't like. At first, I didn't think he looked like Jesus. But then, as I went, as I went along, as it went, and you just had all kinds of problems with this Jesus. No, it didn't. It was like, oh, I think Diogo looks better than this guy. And then, as I went along, I was just like, oh, this guy's good. Actually, what was I thinking? Yeah, this guy's good. What are you talking about? Jonathan Romy is amazing. If, well, yeah. He has really to good. stir up the water. But still, the Bible guy, I still used to like the Bible guy, but now it's just kind of telling it to be like, no, nah, the Bible guy, which is... Okay. He's so girly. <laughs> he's not girly, though. Yeah, he is. Like, I, I referred to specifically when he's like, um, and you will never die. Like, his hair, like, the way it, it, like, shakes there. If he didn't have a beard on, I think he was a girl. He's a man, though. Yeah, but... He's, he's so girly. Because, I mean, obviously, like, in every portrayal of Jesus ever, he has long hair for some reason. We don't know if he has long hair, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you have to give him don't long hair. That's, that's stereotyping, then. No, it's not. Oh. That's not stereotyping. Never mind. Uh, but, like, so every portrayal, like, I mean, when you do Jesus, he has to have long hair. Otherwise, people are going to be like, well, who is this guy? Um, but Diego, Diogo, uh... Yeah, it doesn't. He yeah, he looks girly. 
Jonathan Romy, Romy is like 100% masculine, though, with his long hair. And then also... But then, I'm like, you are a man. Jonathan Romy walks on the ground, whereas Diogo guy mostly floats on clouds. Yeah, Diogo floats on clouds all the time. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you join me, and you will never die. And the, the disciples in... The Bible are just very bland and boring. Yeah, again, I say this all the time, but They're the disciples character. in the Bible are just one character, just the disciples. And then the, the shows, and they're all different people with birth their own Yeah, exactly. It's like, I can't tell them apart in the Bible. I don't even know who anyone is in the chosen. Like, I don't it's like, okay, it's like um, in, the, in, the, in the Bible, they like wrote all the lines, they just wrote like all the lines that the people and disciples had, they just wrote all of them. And then they didn't assign who got the lines until they were actually shooting. They're like, okay, now I guess Peter will say this line, and then Thomas will say this one. Yeah. Like they just wrote them all, and then they distributed them to the different people. That's what it seems like they did, because they're all just exactly the same. Like in Justice League, it's like they felt like, oh, people complained in Man of Steel that Superman didn't rescue people. Let's have them rescue people in this in this scene. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we should but back on track. Marvel's not terrible. I feel like I'm like bashing. We are bashing it a little like, bit. This show is terrible. It's He's not bad. terrible, but I mean, just when you compare it to the Chosen, there's just no, no, no competition. No, but the thinking of the Chosen back on track. This episode <laughs> is a good episode, but like we said, it's kind of a compelling sort of. Yeah, just not my favorite, but it still is good, and I, I enjoyed it uh, thoroughly. So, like any any episode of this yeah, show. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to it. I would probably give this episode <laughs> a that? nine. Out of ten. Nine out of ten. Hmm, I'd give it, yeah, nine out of ten. They, I thought you, do you like John the Baptist? Yeah, I did like John the Baptist. I thought that was really good. I like that scene you had with Jesus. And I liked him, and I liked him in other scenes, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's good. Um, why else do you think I was asking if that's it? Why else do you think I would ask if that's all we're going to see of him? After that episode he's yeah, doing. which would be sad, but I, that, yeah, if you know scripture, then that's probably the last we see, that should be the last we see of John the Baptist. But. If I didn't like John the Baptist, then I wouldn't have asked that question. Um, but hopefully we see more of him because he's going to be in season three. He is a and what's character. more interesting to me is that they're trying to figure out how to bring Judas into the story. They're still figuring out how they're going to do it. Yeah, I I've been excited since like day one of when I saw this show. I was just I've always been excited to be like, well, then what are they going to do with Judas? Because Judas is like uh, the thirteenth. Like they can make him compelling, and like. Uh, the way they portray their characters, they're in the in the Bible. He's like so he's he's like he's got this long black hair. They make him like, evil. Yeah, he's like really evil. They make him very much like a villainous like thief kind of almost. Yeah, exactly. And he's got like red robes on all the time. He's like all slithery. Seems like he's evil. He's got a long black hair. Yeah, and he's it's like, so unbelievable how he goes from being Jesus's Jesus's disciple to betraying him in a matter of five minutes. Well, no, it's just like, why did Jesus, like, recruit him in the first place? Like, he's just like, hey, guys, <laughs> want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> death sticks. <laughs> no, this isn't Star Wars. Um, but, death sticks I mean, that's basically what, he's, what he is. He's like, hey, want to buy some death sticks? Um, he's, he's like, yeah, he's totally uh, just just like, oh, wow, that is Judas. The only reason but I feel he like does... in, the, in The Chosen, they can... Make him like compelling, so then when he turns on Jesus, we're like, no, no. Well, you know what they can do? What Joseph can do is make the crucifixion scene really good. Yeah, I know the crucifixion scene. We're gonna be like bawling our eyes out. 
It's probably going to be like the final season, most likely. Yeah, well, I was thinking it's possible that they could do, like, season six is the crucifixion, and then season seven is like the disciples afterwards, like going out and, like, preaching the gospel with the Holy Spirit. I don't know if that's a good way to end the show, though. Well, it is about... It's n- the show is not about Jesus as much as they call it the Jesus show. It's about the disciples and their perspective on well, Jesus. Well, then again, yeah. So, But only eight episodes to focus on 12 of the disciples. Wait, it's... Oh, wait, Judas is 13, so yeah. 12 episodes... Of, wait, no. Eight episodes to focus on 12 disciples after Jesus is, cruci- is crucified. Yeah. How would that work, though? Uh, will actually be 11. There's not 13 disciples, there's 12. Oh. But wait, Jesus and Young, but what about the unlucky number 13? Well, because Jesus was the 12th member. What? What's yeah, so there's 12 disciples. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, there's 12 disciples. Judas is one of them. So Jesus wasn't there. So that means there was 11 disciples there. Okay. And Jesus was the 12th member. Okay. So that means Judas was the 13th member to alive. Yeah. Unlucky number 13. That's where that came from. Yeah, exactly. For those who don't know. For those, and everyone's like, so against Christianity now. Like, literally, your superstition is built around um, the Bible, so. So, in your face, people. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our podcast. If you're superstitious. So, that's, a, that's, a, that's our thoughts on the episode of Spirits. Thank you guys for listening. Hope, I hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to go watch Eli at Hollingsworth Enterprises. And be sure to watch me at GBH Studios. Also, be sure to watch us at Minecraft Madness, Hollingsworth Gaming, and the Movie Majors YouTube channel. All of those are up on YouTube. Be sure to also go follow us on Instagram, the Movie Majors Podcast. Be sure to keep listening to this podcast and check out the X-Files podcast I have with Eli Spencer. And we'll see you around, guys. See ya. Oh, wait. We know. Yeah. Um, bye. <laughs>